morning.
seems like a pretty innocent thing to do, just want to watch the TV. And, and, he, and he picks up the remote and, and um, he, he figures out how to turn the thing on. <laughs> You're leaning out a little. <laughs> now, there's no beam coming out, right? You'll, you'll not be lasered. <laughs> Might take off some eight spots though, lean in. <laughs> so um, he, he got the TV on. And as one of those hotels where the first thing that comes up is an attempt to get you to buy something, it's the movie channels, right? It's the movie channels. $9.99, movies on demand, right? You can get whatever you want. Well, he didn't want that. So he's trying to figure out, how, well, how do I get it off this? I just want, like, regular ESPN or something. You know, how, how do I get to that? And he, and he starts pushing buttons. And the next thing you know, he's into the pay movies. <laughs> Wait a second, how do you back up out of that? Well, so he, so he figured, well, that didn't, that didn't work. Let me, let me see what these other buttons do. And so it, 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 it actually got worse. It got worse. Not only did he find himself stuck in the pay movies, he went to the after-hour movies for adults only. <laughs> now he's really kind of panicking about this because, well, you know, what if, what if somebody comes, you know, what if somebody comes to his door? You know, and, and he has to answer the door and look what's on the TV. What if his wife shows up? As innocent as this is, it's very awkward. And so he's trying to figure out what to do with this. And the next thing you know, one of those adult after-hour movies is now starting to play. And now there's a charge for $9.99 on this hotel bill. <laughs> Which I think when he gets back to the church, he's going to have to turn that in to get reimbursed. <laughs> And I don't know if it says what kind of movies on there or not. I don't think he knew whether it was on there or not. But boy, that is something you start sweating about. And all of this, just innocent. Just innocent. And so he was in this very, he, I think he eventually just turned the power off. Then you start going, well, it's still playing somewhere. I'm just not seeing If I turn the TV back on, is it, does it reappear? I mean, imagine that. Where this thing keeps running, one movie after another. So he went downstairs. Now imagine, I mean, you know, a lot of times when clergy travel, right, you're, you're dressed like a priest and you got a collar on and you check into this hotel with your wife and, and the next thing you're down there at the front desk, ding, may I help you? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a movie running in my, in my room and I really didn't mean to start that movie. Can you... Uh, can you make that go away? <laughs> Can you make that go away? Imagine. His concern was, I think, an appropriate one, that God came to be with us, to give himself for us and to be a model for us to imitate, and to find ourselves in situations where we might bring dishonor to that is a very troubling thing it should be. That in all things we do, we should seek to honor God in how we live our lives. In how we live our lives. Not just the good things we say, but the actual way that we live our lives. That we do things that bring honor to God. And don't do things that embarrass ourselves or bring shame to the church. You think I might have like remembered that story last week when I decided that um, I was going to go bowling. So you know, I've, I've I've taken up the great art of bowling. <laughs> Boy, how frustrating is that? When the more you bowl, the 
the worse you get. <laughs> Except for Tom. And, and Glenn, whatever was affecting your bowling ball, it spread. <laughs> now mine won't behave either. <laughs> so um, I, was, I was getting ready to go out um, bowling last Thursday. It's Thursday night late that some of us are bowling in. And a lot of times when I go, I, I dress in, you know, fairly nice clothes. And a lot of people there figured out that, oh, he's preacher man. That's their tradition. Priest doesn't make sense to them. I'm the preacher man. Preacher man. Preacher man bowling over there. And people have said things like, before they figured out who I was, they go, are you going to church? Because the way I was dressed, you know, dress shirt and nice pants. And, and it's like, that's the way I go. Um, in case somebody would ask. Well, this time, I decided I'm not going to do that. Put on these ratty old jeans. And, you know, some of you know I like sacred music. You know, Houses of the Holy, Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> Knowing better, I put on my Led Zeppelin t-shirt and went bowling with people who call me Preacher Man. The looks I got. <laughs> It was scandalous to them. It was. It was scandalous to them. They listened to gospel music. They listened to all, all sorts of other things. But, you know, for, for a preacher man to be listening to Led Zeppelin was a challenge for them. And I don't think that was helpful. I really don't think it was helpful. I did have this one lovely woman come over to me and sort of quietly by herself, or nobody else would hear this, confess that she listens to Kid Rock. <laughs> I didn't know, maybe I should give her absolution or something. I would say, don't do it again. <laughs> but, but, you know, there was something that told me when I was, when I was thinking about doing this. There, there really was something that was going, you know, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this, right? You, know, you shouldn't do this. Choose something else to wear. Yeah, you have all the right to do what you want. You have all the right to do that. But Paul tells us that just because it's lawful doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Because it's lawful. Story of a rabbi. This rabbi had decided to go for a walk one night and left his, his community in, in the city. And, and in this particular place where the rabbi lived, he, outside in, in the outer burbs is where the wealthy people had moved. So he decided to go walk out there because the neighborhoods were real nice and the yards were real nice and it's, it's, it's a nice place to walk. And so he, he found himself out in these kind of you know, suburban community walking around and it turned out that the people that had moved down there made a practice of hiring people as watchmen, right, to watch the grounds and, and to be out there overnight, just kind of watching the grounds. So the rabbi's out there enjoying this stroll and, and um, a watchman sees him. And of course, you know, doing the watchman's kind of job, you should, you should find out, you know, if this person is friend or foe and whether they're like looking at, you know, their casing house or whatever. And, and, the, and the watchman comes and he greets the rabbi. Oh, it's the rabbi. rabbi. Hello, rabbi. Good evening. Out for a walk. Yeah, it's beautiful out here. And so the rabbi is walking with the watchman and goes, oh, by the way, who, who is it you work for? work for. And the watchman told him, well, I work for this particular family over here. I've worked for them for a number of years. And, and, and yeah, you know, they, they treat me well, and I'm their watchman. Under each night, watch their house. They're a lovely walk. 
And then the watchman decides, well, let me ask the rabbi a question. Well, rabbi, who do you work for? Who do you work for? And the rabbi thought about it. He kind of scratched his head and rubbed his chin and says, you know, I really don't know who I work for. They're walking along, and then uh, he, just, he looks at the, at the, at the watchman and goes, would you come work for me? And the watchman's like, me? Come work for you? Me, a watchman? Work for a rabbi? Yeah, you. Don't come work for me. Well, I have no idea what I would do. And the rabbi said, each day, I want you to ask me that question. Who do you work for? Who do you work for? It's a great, great question for us. Who do we work for? Who do we work for? That's why we read the Bible. That's why we pray. That's why in this season of Lent, we engage in prayer and fasting and almsgiving. All as reminders, the answer to that question, who do you work for? Who do you work for? Who's are you? Who's are you? I'm going to try to remember that. Maybe I'll keep that Led Zeppelin t-shirt just to remind me of my failure to ask that question. May God bless you with asking that question today.